It seems like this is a season where everybody's going on a strike. We know what's going on with Writers and Actors Guild. We saw what UPS got, big negotiation, and now the union auto workers. 13,000 United Auto Workers went on a strike after their union leaders couldn't bridge a massive gap between themselves and the three top automakers in America. We're talking GM, Ford, and Stellantis, AKA Chrysler, a massive gap. Here's what it looks like. GM and Ford offered 20% increase in their salary and Stellantis offered 17 and a half. Guess what the union leaders asked for? No, we want a 36% increase. Studies are showing right now that this could cost the economy billions of dollars every day while they're on a strike and on top of that 50,000 jobs. It is a mess, folks. But I think they watch what's going on with the strike with UPS and they said, hey, maybe we can get paid. We're gonna talk about that today. So if you get value out of this video, give it a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. Let's get right into it. So what's really happening, these 13,000 auto workers go on a strike. The strike began at a General Motors assembly plant in Wentzville, Missouri, a Ford factory in Wayne, Michigan, near Detroit, and a Stellantis G plant in Toledo, Ohio. It is the first time in the union's 88-year history that these three different companies were targeted simultaneously. So what are the union's demands? As I told you earlier, they want a 36% wage increase over four years. The union is also asking restoration of cost of living pay raises and end to varying tiers of wages for factory job. And you ready? On top of that, they wanna work only four days. They wanna work 32 hours a week, but they wanna get paid at 40 hours a week is what they're asking for. And by the way, Bernie Sanders just said yesterday, we ought to consider going to a four week model. That's what we ought to be thinking about doing. So guess what this union is asking for? Exactly that. And on top of that, the restoration of traditional defined benefit pensions for new hires who now receive only 401k style retirement plans, pension increases for retirees and other items. So what are the automakers position? GM and Ford, as I said earlier, offer 20% increase. Stellantis, Jeep, Chrysler offered 17.5% increase. Automakers say they're facing unprecedented demands as they develop and build new electric vehicles while at the same time making gas-powered cars, SUVs, and trucks to pay the bills. They're worried labor costs will rise so much that they'll have to price their cars above those sold by foreign automakers with U.S. factories, which means who's going to be paying a price for that? Hmm, you, the person buying the car. So now, what are the potential impacts of the strike? The strike could push vehicle prices higher and strain on the economy, already bruised by inflation. Also, walkouts may even become a factor in next year's presidential election, testing Joe Biden's commitment because he said no presidential candidate has ever been more pro-union than me. So this could pressure President Biden to come out and have to defend these union leaders. The strike could also last longer than previous work stoppages, such as a 40-day strike against GM in 2019. You ever wonder why Jamie Dimon, CEO of Chase, has a $900 million art collection, or Steve Cohen, $1.1 billion art collection, or Microsoft has nearly a billion dollar collection. The company, 5,000 art pieces in 180 different locations worldwide. Why? Because billionaires and millionaires understand one of the ways to hedge against inflation, money being printed, market crash, interest rates is to buy non-duplicatable assets. And one of them is art, fine arts. And that's why today's sponsor is Masterworks. Let me tell you a little bit about Masterworks. You may be watching the same pattern. I'm not a millionaire or a billionaire. I can't afford to buy Warhol or Banksy or Basquiat. How am I going to buy that? Well, Masterworks allows you to buy fractional shares. Like buying a share of Apple, you buy a share of a Banksy painting or a Warhol piece. 
you're able to do that through Masterworks. This is why over 800,000 people have signed up with Masterworks. Offerings have sold out within minutes, and many of you have already created accounts, and some of you that haven't. This is your chance to skip the waiting list and start your collection today. Just click on the link in the description, go to masterworks.art forward slash value and once again, masterworks.art forward slash value or click on a link below. Here's what we have to consider. Don't forget that there is a current a strike going on with Writers Guild of America and actors. Writers started in May. This is why Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel haven't done a show and they started a podcast to get a call, I think the Strike Force or something like that. And actors went on strike in July. Nothing's been happening. Drew Barrymore wanted to bring back her show. She got destroyed by fans. Bill Maher was going to bring back. He got destroyed by fans. Imagine how long these guys haven't been working. That started in May. It's September already. That's a long time. Then you got UPS, now you got this to be looking at. So we looked at it and said, hey, our numbers for unions, number of members for union increasing, meaning are people wanting more union in private sector or they want to get away from unions? Here's what the numbers look like if you look at from 1972 till today. 1972, 24.2% of private sector memberships, they had unions. Today, 6%. You know what America's saying? We don't like the union private sector. Keep it in the public, but stay away from it in the private sector. And if you like union, go work for the public sector, not the private sector. Okay, so what is the impact on America? Because when you think about these three automakers, Ford, GM, and you know Chrysler or Stellantis, what percentage of the cars in America do they produce? 40%, that's why this is a big deal. The strike is expected to lead to production cuts at the big three automakers, which could lead to job losses. The strike is also expected to disrupt the supply chain for the automotive industry, which could lead to higher prices for cars and trucks. Now, here's also why this is bad news. Do you remember during COVID, what was going on with used car prices? It's a $20,000 car selling for $38,000. What's going on over here? Because they couldn't find the chips. Do you remember sometimes even used car prices were selling more than new car prices? Some people are selling their cars. Look at the chart right here. This is what it tells us on what's happening would use car prices from 1960 to today okay if you look at the chart to the top right that's during covid it's not as if prices are already skyrocketing every other article you read what is the average car payment it's the most it's ever been in history in america on top of that add the strike with a 36 percent demand that they're asking for not realizing who's going to pay the price for it the consumer you. So now who is UAW? Who's the United Auto Workers? It's a union that was founded in 1935. Walter Reuter was a president of the union from 1946 till 1970, some 24 years. Two times there was an attempted assassination on him. This guy, Walter, he was so powerful at one point that John F. Kennedy sent him to go to Cuba to negotiate for a hostage. And on top of that, LBJ used him regularly for many different things. And when Nixon was running, Nixon called him the guy that John F. Kennedy would have never gotten elected without this man. He was so powerful that even later on, Bill Clinton gave him a Medal of Honor, I believe in 1995. This is a heavyweight. Like before there was Jimmy Hoffa, there was Walter Reuter. They should make a movie about this guy. Very interesting guy. So the UAW was instrumental in organizing an auto industry and winning major gain for workers such as higher wages, better benefits, and safer working conditions. It was also involved in political activism and supported candidates who supported labor unions. So now the question becomes, imagine you're the company, you're Ford, you're GM, you're Stellantis, you're having a boardroom meeting with all your board members and saying, what can we do about this? 36% increase. We offered them 20%. We offered them 17.5%. One person says, I think we need to let go of 10% of our employees. Well, it's the old school of fixing this. What do you think, Johnny? One guy says, 29 years old, just came out of MIT. 
He says we need to double down on robots and we need to double down on AI. What a great idea. What will happen if we do that? We can fire half of our employees and we can still build these cars without them. And we don't even need to deal with the unions if we let them go. That's not a bad idea. Does anybody else agree with them? Mary over here that jumps in and says, I do too. I went to Wharton Business School. And here's what I think I need to be doing. Boom. Who ends up paying the price? These union leaders are fighting for these people. Those people thinking these union leaders are doing good for them are going to be replaced by robots. Let me give you some more crazy uh, facts about what this could uh, possibly impact. The strike is expected to cost the big three automakers billions of dollars in revenue. Now, people on the other side will say they can afford it. Look how much profit they're making. It's on the backs of the labor. It's on the backs of all these people. They can afford to give a 36% raise when companies like this lose billions of dollars. The way they get that money back is through you by raising their prices. That's what they do. That's how basic economy works and capitalism works. On top of that, GM, Ford, and Stellantis announced idle plants in the US and Canada. The strike has also led to the cancellation of shifts at many other automotive plants. So what could be some of the possible outcomes with the strike? Because it just happened the 15th of September, right? So let's take a look. One, a quick settlement. The UAW and the big three automakers could reach a quick settlement ending the strike within days if not weeks this would be the best case scenario for both sides as it would minimize the economic damage caused by the strike number two a long and protracted strike number three a strike that ends in a lockout the big three automakers could lock out the uaw workers forcing them to return to work without a new contract this would be a major victory for the automakers but it would also be a major setback for the uaw and its members number four a strike that ends in a strike breaking the automakers could hire replacement workers to break the strike this would be a last resort for automakers as it would be highly disruptive and could damage their reputations and last but not least a strike that ends in a government intervention and remember this is possible because president biden claimed he is the biggest pro-union president of all time the federal government could intervene in a strike either by mediating a settlement or by taking other steps to end the strike this is a possibility but it is unlikely as the government has traditionally been reluctant to intervene in labor disputes so so here's some of the factors that could influence the outcome of this strike number one the bargaining position of the two sides the uaw and the big three automakers have different goals in the negotiation uaw is seeking higher wages better benefits and job security for its members the big three are seeking to reduce costs and improve their competitiveness the bargaining position of the two sides will be a major factor in determining the outcome of the strike number two the level of public support for the strike the public perception of the strike will also be a factor in the outcome if the public supports the strike it will put pressure on the automakers to reach a settlement if the public opposes the strike it will make it more difficult for the uaw to win its demands and last but not least the intervention of the federal government as we talked about earlier so so you know what's the great thing about this sometimes because you know we did a case study on you know social security did it work well it was only supposed to help a couple thousand people now we're realizing we can't afford social security we can't afford medicare we can't afford many of these different programs the entitlement program we cannot afford it and people are starting to realize America's getting more and more and more in debt we've tested unions how have they worked they start off very coming from a place of wanting to help you out do you know what union leaders in-laws and lawyers have in common let me explain lawyers when a husband and wife is sitting there happily married say they want to set up a nuptial agreement or a prenuptial agreement lawyers come in husband and wife we love each other we just kind of want to put this in place that in case something happens later on in life, we're protected, she's protected, we're all protected. Right, no problem. You know what the lawyer's job is to make more money? To create feud between the two spouses. 
her lawyer and his lawyer are actually on the same page. They're on the same team, not their team. They're not representing the spouse and this one over here. They sit there and say, let's create a fight. Let's create another 20 hours of fees times 500 bucks. So, so let's create a little bit of division. I don't think that's fair. She should get more. I don't think that's fair. He should get more. And the wife is like, yes, he's right. I should get the miles. So I worked my ass off 22 years for those miles. Executive, no, but it's not fair. So, and then all of a sudden, two weeks later, here's a bill. How much? $13,800. It was only supposed to cost $3,000 because they knew what they wanted. What do in-laws do? You know what I noticed? Your husband, he doesn't work as hard as such and such as husband. Did you notice your sister's husband works very hard? He doesn't work that hard. And if I was you, and if I da 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 da, I would make him do this. And then next thing you know, the husband comes home. What does that daughter do? The daughter's like, you don't work as hard as Mary's husband, and you don't da da da. And the husband's like, what the f just happened right now? My eyes came from work. What are you talking about right now? Well, that's because you're not a good husband. I'm confused right now. What he doesn't realize is there was an instigator, a union leader called an in-law. You know how I know this? I was a kid and I watched my parents go through two divorces when the in-laws were the union leaders. So you know what the union leaders do? Here we go. We're here to protect the employees. We're here for you, the union leaders, for only a little membership that you pay every month. Da, 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 da. But we're here for you. Really? Yeah, we're here for you. And writers, we're here for you. Dude, I haven't worked for four months, but we're here for you. Make sure you pay your membership, but we're here for you. And by the way, we can't work and do anything else, but we're here for you. What are you talking about here? You know what we're starting to realize? Who pays the price? The employee, the consumer, everybody pays the price. And you know who wins? The union wins. And based on the membership we're seeing, more and more people are saying, go help public. We don't want a part of union, man. We appreciate your help. We're gonna figure out how we're gonna make our relationships work. We're gonna figure out how we, the employees and the employers are gonna get along because if Ford doesn't take care of us, we'll go to GM. If GM doesn't take care of us, we'll go to you know uh, Jeep, Chrysler. If they don't take care of us, we'll go to Tesla. That's what competition is for. And people go to a different place. At the end of the day, capitalism wins, competition wins, and the people that are willing to improve and offer a better opportunity that's who ends up winning. So if you got value out of this video, give it a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. If you're arguing, debating with your relatives, even better. That's the purpose of this. Keep debating the points and see who makes the best point. But if you want to watch another video on unions to fall in love with unions even more, we did a video on unions, what these Writers Guild and Actors Guild are doing. If you've never seen it, click here to watch it. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, bye-bye.